The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Good morning, everybody. It's Gary. Actually, and it's not morning, is it? It's well, not, not everywhere well, around the world. Oh, but where we are, it's morning. Well, exactly. Okay. Somewhere around the world, it's drinking time. You know, it's past noon. Oh, good. Then I can start to drink, can exactly. I? Exactly. Okay, good. Absolutely. Right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Nice to be with you. We're in lovely Sunshine Coast, Australia today. And uh, gosh, it's a beautiful day here. It is a beautiful day here, and it's like, you know, it's like it rained last night, for which they were grateful, and, and, uh... And we're back to sunny, beautiful weather today. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's terrible having to be in summer all the time, Dane. I know. We follow summer around the world, except when we go to Sweden in winter, which is a decided departure from our Follow the Summer tour. (laughs) I know. Why? Why? Maybe we should change that. I don't know. It's fun. It's nice to be there in the snow. Plus, now that we live in Houston, we finally get to wear our cold weather gear there That's the only time we get to wear cold weather gear. Exactly. So, my friend, what's our topic today? Everything I needed to know about being I learned from a horse. Ah, uh, what can animals teach us that we don't want to know? Yeah. Or that we already know, that we're pretending that we don't know. know. Yeah. You know, and I think it's, what a great subject, because these guys, I mean, horses, you know, that was that was funny. You know, the um, it, who was it? Everything I wanted to learn in life, I learned from my horse was my point of view, you know, because yeah. it's like when I... Before I met you, I had never really been on a horse. And well, actually I had, but it was one time. And I didn't even remember it. I had thought I'd never really been on one. But I'd been on one and it was one time with um my mom went and she we were she was feeding my uncle's horses. And she walked around the corner to go feed him, and I jumped up on the horse and ran like hell across the paddock. I was, I don't know, like eight or nine or something. And I was like, woohoo! And uh, I think I scared my mom to death. Yeah, pretty much. Because the horse yeah. had no saddle. But yeah. I was having so much fun. I didn't had no care. saddle, had no bridle. You didn't care. You were just having a good time. Exactly. That's what horses are for to run. But, but that's your life, is you, you know, you like to do things that are an adventure and fun. And the thing about, you know, the thing about animals is the one thing that they will give us is that awareness of our own sort of, you know, telepathic communication. Because yeah. animals actually pick up everything from you. And one of the things I noticed is that, you know, it's like if I got fearful on a horse, the horse Oof. would suddenly go into terrible fear. Yeah. And the cor- horse would be completely hysterical and act weird and do all kinds of strange stuff. And I kept going, what's creating this? Why is this horse doing this? But it wasn't the horse. It was me. Uh-huh. And that was one of the greatest gifts I ever got from horse was realizing that, you know, that I communicate telepathically with them and with, uh, and with others. And it's like, I never knew that. And it's like, 
you know, who taught me? Oh, the horse did. And that's kind of interesting, you know, well, not kind of, it is sort of the fundamentals of communication that we don't ever acknowledge is that in actuality, what's really going on is we're communicating telepathically all the time. And in addition to the telepathic communication, that's one thing the horse shows you, you know, and everybody knows it's like, if you're afraid, the horse is going to be afraid, but not everybody knows that really, by the way. Oh, well, don't they say that? You know, they say that about dogs, dogs can sense your fear, blah, blah, blah. Well, Same they thing say that about dogs, yeah. So, but that's one aspect is they're, they're... But we act like they're not connected. Well, and the thing is, they're actually, the thing is, they not only show you about this telepathic communication or this psychic communication that we all have, it's, they also are these amazing examples of being with no judgment. It's like yeah. they just are. They just, you know, they never take a point of view about anything. No matter what happens, no matter what goes on in the world around them, you know, they're, they're, they never take a point of view. They never take a judgment. They never go, oh, you're a bad person. You know, it's no. like, they're always like, hi. What do you want? Yeah, hi, you what know? do you want? And it's like, and if we could learn to have the kind of questioning that they have, things would get way better. Way better. Way you know, Because easier. they just go, what do you want? 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 And that's their constant point of view is, hi, what do you want? Hi, what do you require? Hi, what can I give you? Hi, what can I do for you? Hi, what do you need? Yeah. You know? And so I think it's, it's sort of an amazing thing where we don't realize the gift that these guys are. And part of the thing we wanted to do in this show is just, you know, talk to you about some of the things that we've become aware of and, and the gift that these elements of the animal kingdom are, you know? Yeah. Horses in particular. Well, but it's like, you know, like dogs. It's like one of the things I've noticed is it's like I had somebody who's like their dog would bark like incessantly when anybody came in the house. But it's like I finally said to him, I said, do you realize that you have this strange energy when anybody comes into your house? It's like anybody comes into your house, you get this weird energy. And it's like you're sort of like, it's like, and that's exactly what your dog is doing is doing. Right. It's like. It's like the, the people are creating the result, not the animals. The animals only, re, you know, reflect what you're trying to accomplish. Right. And it's like they don't know what you have in mind. They just know that you have, they, that they have, well, they respond, have to do what you say. Yeah, they respond to the energy. So yeah. when you get weird when people come into the house, of course the dog's going to bark. You know, if you are kind of one of these people who's reclusive or or if you've given the dog the job of protecting you or that's what the the – dog's job is from their point of view they will bark when somebody else, when somebody comes into the house yeah and it's like and if you give your job your dog the job to be stupid that works too like i was out riding i was riding your horse one time okay but that was before he became your horse right and i was out riding him on the beach and this guy had made his dog just damn friggin' stupid like have no awareness of friggin' anything around him but i think the guy the guy sort of looked like he was a dope-smoking hippie. I don't mean that as a judgment, just an observation. Uh-huh. And it's like the dog was being unaware as much as the owner was being unaware. And the dog started to come up next to the horse, and the horse laid back his ears. I said, watch out, dog. You're going to get kicked. And he ran right up to his feet and got kicked. And the owner was furious that his dog got kicked. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, I'm sorry, I told a dog, you know, and it's like, and why don't you call your dog back if you saw him doing something that stupid? Yeah, exactly. And but the thing is, most people aren't that present. 
No. And so what you notice with that dog, for example, is they tend to mimic their owners. Yeah. You know, I mean, you see dogs who look like their owners, and that's a really weird thing. But that's a story for another do, time. Do owners end up looking like their dogs? That's, or do I was, dogs end up looking like their owners? That's I, what I was yeah, going to ask. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, let's see. Yeah, did they, your nose? Did your nose go towards the flatter, center of the face you know, like before they, you got the pug or yeah, after? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which came first, the chicken or the egg? So no, so yeah, so it's one of the things that that the horses taught me, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, which I thought was very interesting is that that if you you know it's like if you get on the horse and you don't ask them for anything, mm. it actually starts to make them crazy. It's like that's what happens right. with red horses. When people go on rent horses, it's like they've been so devalued, so made invalid in being rented because people get on and say, take me for a ride horse. They don't even say, take me for a ride. Go, go horse, go. Yeah, they just claim on and they expect. Yeah. And they, they expect the horse to know what they want. They expect the horse to do something that without telling the horse what they want him to do. Right. And I noticed that, that, that when you do that, it's like eventually the horse starts, becomes dead in the head. But that's pretty much what people do. If you don't give them awareness of what you want from them, they become dead in the head too. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, you know, when we talk about rent horses, they're the ones you go and, you know, you climb on and you have this ride where you walk in a straight line. and Usually and behind one another. Behind one another, all in a straight line. And that's basically all the horse gets to do. And the thing that, that sort of numbs them out in their head is you not receiving from them, you not asking anything of them, and you not being able to pull energy from them and show them that they have value. Like, hey, what a gift you are. Thank you so much. And show the, showing them that they have value and actually asking them to do something for you, like giving them a job, basically. And by the way, do that with your kids, you get a better result too. Pull energy from your kids, you get a better result. Pull energy from anyone, you get a better result. Yes. Be aware of where the other person is sitting and see what you can accomplish. Yes. And that's the thing is, because it's a way of creating a connection. Like one of the things that people do when they ride horses is they expect to just climb on. And yet, if you find somebody who's a really good horse person, they don't just climb on, they actually create a connection with the horse in their head and ask them with their head to do things. Well, I always ask them, it's like, I go, okay, grandpa's here. Will you take care of me today? You know, and I think that at them before I get on. Right. And they always look at me and go, okay. But they're sort of curious because they go, what do you mean take care of you? Right. You know, it's like, like, what? You know, it's like, you don't have a problem. What's your, you know, it's like, but I keep thinking I have a problem because I'm older. Uh, yes. Except you're not nearly as older as you act like you are. As I think I am. No. I keep trying to pretend, pretend to I am. Okay. Exactly. I'm, okay, good. Unfortunately, you're not, it's like, uh, <laughs> there's... There's very there's very little old about you, my friend. Yeah, but the only I thing do that's have old gray about hair. you is your wisdom. I have gray hair and I have wrinkles. Ah, uh, that. Yeah. And so doesn't that make you old? And you're one of the youngest people in your head that I've ever met. So Good boy. I think, you know, yeah. maybe you need to reframe a thing or two. But, you know, when you say that, when you say, hey, will you take care of me? The horse goes, oh, okay, cool. And the weird part is that's another thing a horse teaches you is ask and you shall receive. Yeah. It's just that most of us never ask. And I think this thing with the horse is kind of like when the guy is climbing, you know, when he first gets his um, 
his flying creature in Avatar, you know, when they first make the contact and the thing is just going crazy, flying all over the place, just about to throw the guy off. And he finally says, will you just get quiet and fly straight? Instantly it does. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how beings of consciousness actually work, which is what horses are. They have no, they have no point of view. The only points of view they ever take are the things they adopt from their owners. Oh, you just brought up a process. Tell me, what bastardization of, of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Wow, that's a cool one. Everything that is times a godzilla. We just try and create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Process for the creation of communion. Yes. Wow, okay. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion way destroyed and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. That's why I can say to a spider, you know what? You got three days to be the freak out of this house or I have to go to you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and they disappear. They always go away. It's bizarre. Everybody else says, the spiders never leave my house. Well, what do you say to them? Get out. Right. No. Exactly. You know, <laughs> leave or I have to kill you is a different, you know, different thing. Yes. And that's the thing is they respond. They have this awareness. And that's the beauty of it is they have this awareness and they will respond if you start realizing they have this awareness. It's like they will communicate with you. They want to communicate with you. They're not at all like humans. No, they're not at all like humans. <laughs> but since this is all critters, that could include humans too. That's true. I like so it. So let's do it. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys. And come to think of it, you know, it's like I know a lot of people who are definitely creatures, okay? I don't know that they're people. They are definitely <laughs> creatures. And they ain't the good ones uh, either. It's uh, right? fine. Serious, serious creatures, creatures in, the, in our midst. Yeah, creature features out there, yeah. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion. We destroyed and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So I'm sure you all know if you're listening to this show, but basically when we run these processes, what we're doing is your natural state would be that of infinite being, an infinite connection with the creatures, you know, the plants, the animals, the trees, and everything they could communicate and contribute. Yeah, everything that is actually consciousness, which is actually every molecule on the planet. Yeah. And so what happens is when we, what we do is we bastardize infinite being in order to create the lie that that's not the case. And then we don't have this kind of telepathic communication. We don't have that interconnection with all things and that we don't have the gift of being able to be or do whatever we choose. Right. And so what happens is what we're doing with this process is actually undoing it. What we do with the clearing statement is go back to the point of creation where you basically bastardized or bent, fold, stapled, mutilated, and twisted Yourself. An, an infinite being out of existence in your world and in your reality and undo it. And we run it over and over because you've done it so many times in so many places 
that the more of those that we can get to and unlock, the freer you get to have more connection with all the creatures around you. And we like you to have infinite connection. Exactly. I know it's bad, but yeah. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion way destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, wow. baby. You know what? That this this segment's almost over and it's been Already? one of the fastest ones ever. I know what I could learn from a horse. What? How to be faster than I ever thought possible. Okay, good. That's a good thing to learn from a horse. And on that note, I think it's time to go to a break. And if you want to find out where we're going to be, when, you can go to whenisthetime.com to see upcoming shows. Leave us some feedback. And uh, we'll be with you in just a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to Accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. 
Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome back. Welcome forward. Welcome to a conversation about all creatures big and small. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, we can't say that because Why? that's because that's James Herrett's book. All, all creatures, creatures big and small. Great, great and small. Trademark registered circle T copyright James yeah. somebody. All it's creatures James big Harriet. and small. You know, it's like it's a great yeah. set of books. I like it. it's, yeah? It's, yeah. It's I don't think he'd mind. I think this vet in uh, England, and he was. You know, it's like. That's great. I love the books. Yeah. I read them all. Yes. Well, then I don't think he'd mind us using it and giving him a plug. Okay. Well, we just gave him a plug. There yeah. you go. I like giving See? people plugs. But I like the name. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So the other thing about the other thing about you know animals like horses. Okay. So it's like with horses, it's like they're willing to know the future, which we are not. Yes. And how do I know that? Because uh, what I've noticed, what I've observed with horses is, it's like they'll start getting really long hair. When things aren't that cold, they start to develop seriously long hair because they know that it's going to turn really butt cold in a very short period of time before it occurs. So they know, like, when we're still running around in short sleeve shirts, they yeah. start getting this long hair. Yeah. And if you're a horse person, you look at that and you go, oh, it's going to be a cold winter. Yeah. Because you know that they know. And you're looking at that and you're like, wait, how do they know? Yeah. Well, they're well, obviously like, aware. Well, I, I would love to say that people said, how do they know? But they don't do that. Oh, yeah, Even that's true. people do that. That's true. Okay, going to be a bad winter. Going to be a bad winter. But yeah. they never, that's the, never, that's the yeah. part. Yeah. That's actually why we're having this show is because yeah. people never take it to the next step. Okay. They never go to, wow, what information can I get from this about the way the world actually works? And what, what would it be like if I was willing to know what the horse is willing exactly. to know? Exactly. You know, it's like horses always seem to know ahead of time when there's going to be a problem. It's like, it's like I got a call from, uh, from the lady who takes care of our horses in, in California. And it's like, and she said that one of my horses, Domino, had gotten down and he'd gotten caught in the fence. And it's like I, I, I titled Domino my horse practor because <laughs> we were out riding one day and he tried to climb on a rock that looked like it was a you know, that looked like it had green stuff on it. So he thought it was a green spot where he could put his feet and it was slick with, with, uh, algae and he went down. And when he did, he cracked my back. Now my back had been out for years, years and years and years. He went down, it cracked my back and my back has been better ever since. <laughs> so it's like, I went, okay, he's a horse, he's a car, he's a horse practor. And, uh, and she said that he had gotten caught in this fence and it was so weird because the one thing I learned about this horse is he is a healer. He will heal right. people. That he, people that ride him always get better. They always feel better. They always, you know, like their bodies feel better. And some horses have those abilities, just like some people do. So one of the things that was interesting is that he got caught in the fence and he pulled his shoulder, which we'd been having problems with. And we'd been having the vet out and we'd been having, you know, the the Rolfer out and we've been having the, you know, the, the Dr. Fred out who does all kinds of weird things to animals and with animals to make their <laughs> sounded funny. I Go know. ahead. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's like, he just does this amazing stuff and he does thumpers on him and he does all kinds of stuff. And it's really, really quite fun to watch him go through his routine with an animal and the horse and the animal just leans up against him and, you know, wants more. <laughs> like, oh, give me some uh, more of that. Give me some more of that. And that's the other thing about animals. They are willing to know when their body is done. 
It's like I've worked on horses and it's like they'll sit there and do one thing after another that's amazing and, and, and they keep on doing it. And it's like if it's really good, if it's really amazing, they'll want more of it. And if they've had enough, they just walk away. Yeah. Why don't people do that? Oh, man, I know. I know. Because people have conclusions about what's going on. A horse is always present. Yeah. So you were saying about Domino. So Domino went down. He did his shoulder. It's like he pulled his shoulder. And Marcia said, I wonder if he adjusted his shoulder with this. And sure enough, within five days, he was walking around totally not lame. And his shoulder is better. Wow. And she went, this is very funny. And the vet said, well, the good thing about a horse like this, it makes us vets look like miracle workers. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That That's, is really cool. Yeah. So he knew exactly what needed to be done, even though yeah. it looked like a horsey accident. He yeah. knew what needed to be done to actually change his shoulder. Yeah. Which he knew what needed to be done to change your back. Yeah. Apparently he is a healer. Yeah. And it's an interesting thing. You know, for us to say a horse is a healer or a person's a healer is, is an everyday occurrence. Why? Because we've seen so many people who – literally like they will come to us in intense pain and we'll go, okay, so truth, are you a healer? And they go, what are you talking about? That's weird. Shut up. No, no, hold on. Truth. Yes or no. First answer that comes to mind, are you a healer? And they go, and they get really weird, a really weird look on the face. They go, yeah. And we go, okay, cool. How much of that stuff in your body is actually somebody else's stuff where you're trying to heal them? Oh my God. And then the pain starts to unlock and the joy starts to come into their world. And they realize they've been doing it for everybody their whole lives and nobody's ever given them that information. So when we talk about a horse being a healer or a person being a healer, it's like this is just sort of common everyday knowledge for us. Most people out there in the world may not be aware of it. But if you realize if you're somebody that goes around and you tend to be in pain a lot or you're around certain people and your body hurts in a certain way or you're around certain people and you get tired all the time or you're around certain people and you get depressed or suicidal or whatever it is, consider asking who does this belong to and realize it and may not or, be yours at all. And is this mine? Yes. And is it possible that you can be a healer too? There's just an interesting point of view. Exactly. Exactly. Wouldn't you like to be a healer to be a healer? No, that was a, anyway, I digress. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures? Are you choosing and one of those creatures might be you, by the way. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. That was bad of you to tell him that. I know. We were going to trick him into that. Oh, yeah. Right on good, I'm bad, always, pot and pock, all nine shorts, poison. I'm always spilling the beans. I know. You're one of those kind of kids, you know. Well, I'll better, bet you were the kind of kid that in school you would blurt out the answer so everybody nope, would know it. No, nope, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't? Nope. I did. Nope, not me. I, I wouldn't do that. Kid. I always had it, but I wouldn't blurt it out because I, I didn't want to make people feel bad. I always wanted to make people have the answer so that the teacher wouldn't ask that question anymore. <laughs> Here's the answer, kids. Now the teacher can't ask us anymore. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion. We destroy and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts. You know what? I love looking at your computer, Dane. Why? Well, because you like have eight million icons along, along the bottom. Uh-huh. I have like eight. Yeah, well, mine are sort of like a vision exercise. They're so small because there's so many down there. You're like, can I really see what that is and figure it out so I can actually click on it? So 
I just, it's sort of a vision test also. Okay, good. Yeah, well, it's something I mean, to, definitely you're going to have to keep good vision for a long time. Well, it's something to hone my eyesight, yeah. keep my acuity up there. Ah, I see. You know it's a saying? way to make sure that you don't have the over 40 syndrome. Uh-huh. Okay, exactly. Good. Let's and, do it again. Okay. And with some of the processes we've been coming up with lately, I'm thinking that over 40 syndrome won't ever happen. Probably not. No matter not. how old yeah. we are. Sounds good to me. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Wow, you know what? It's so weird. It's like we haven't had anybody call in in months. I know. I think they don't like us anymore. Do you think that's what's happening? Yep. Oh, well, maybe they're just so enraptured and enthralled. With our conversation. Uh, Yeah, right. That's, you know, I like my way of spinning things. That works for me. Yep. You're Mm -hmm. definitely a spin doctor. Spin doctor, Dane. Well, not necessarily, but sometimes, you know, in my own head, in my mind. In my mind. In my mind. Yes. Well, most of us are greater in our minds than we are in reality. Hey, 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 easy there. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You know what we're hoping happens with this is you get more of an awareness of your infinite being by your awareness of your connection with all creatures. Hey, yeah. wow, that was amazing. You said nobody called and Sue is calling to make sure that we don't feel bad about ourselves Thank or something. Thank you, Sue. Sue, what's your Hello. question? Hi there, how you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm calling from Montana where it's minus three degrees. Oh, wow. Time to go on yes. vacation, darling. Wow. So I wish I was in Australia. But my and question you- to you is, I'm thinking about creatures, and I'm thinking about my boss. Can my boss be one of those creatures? Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. Okay, because I actually took the day off because I'm gonna thinking about quitting my job, and it's like, it's so, uh, uh, it's, I have the radio on, I'm sorry. It's like so, because it's so unaware there. I go there, and I'm a teacher, and I've been really using access tools in my classroom, and it's been great. And but they're not liking it, and they're not liking what I'm doing. So I'm thinking I'm there's a lack of awareness there. So well, yeah, but it's like it's it's more like there's a there's a consistent rigidity there. You know, it's like the yeah. difficulty with being in your job is that it's like they don't like you to be innovative. They want you to be uh, productive according to their schedule. And exactly. uh, we have a lot of people in access that are teachers that do use access in, cl- in school and classes. And it's really amazing how many of them get better results. And so usually when it comes to test time and their kids get better scores, after that they shut up. Okay. So, okay. That's what I'm hoping for then. So would you like some information on how to teach your kids to cheat on the test so they get better scores? Oh, yeah. 
I just want okay. them to be more aware and ask questions and yeah. Well, here's a question they can ask. Okay. What is what is the what is the answer that these people want on this test? And okay. can I please know? Can I please know the answer that everybody is choosing that's correct? Okay. And it's like cool. it works. And these kids all get A's and they all get good grades and they all get high scores and they don't know how they're doing it. But this is what I tell all the, this is what we tell the teachers to do with their kids. Teach them how to get the answer that is wanted on the test rather than having to quote unquote learn what the answer is. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to try it. Thanks. Right. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. Have some fun. Play with your job. I, I am. I am. It's fun. It's fun. Thanks. Cool. Cool. Thank you so Thanks, much. Too. Gosh, and we have Amanda also. Somebody else loves this day. Yay. Hello, Amanda. Hello. Hi there. What's your question? I was calling because I was hearing you talking about um, pain in the body and asking, are you a healer as well as who's it belong to? And I've been doing that um, continuously and mm, the physical symptoms haven't changed. Is there anything that I can ask or do that would create something different? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, It's a bit of a long process. Well, I guess it's not, but we've used it before, not specifically this way, but it's what creation am I using? To invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry, biomimetic mimicry, M-I-M-E-T-I-C, <laughs> the biomimetic, M-I-M-I-M-I-M-E-T-I-C mimicry of other people's pathways, pains, pains and realities am I choosing? And keep using that and pock and pod stuff. It's like I personally did that, and it's like pain that I've had for years has gone away. And I, you know, it's like I did it for like seven days before, you know, like nonstop before it went away totally. But it did work. Yeah, this is this is like who does this belong to on steroids? This this unlocks the energetic basis for where we take on other people's stuff. Um, so let me give it to you one more time. What creation am I using? To invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of other people's pathways, pains, and realities am I choosing? Everything that is, times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, we have another caller holding. However, Joe, can you wait until after break? Because we'll, we'll be right with you right after break if you can wait for that. Because we only got about another minute. Sure. Okay, cool. cool. So we got, we've got to... So, so, Amanda, how are we doing on that? Good. My whole body is shaking. Good. Yeah, cool. That's, that's an indication. And this is, this is one of the things that we've recently found, in fact, very recently found. And it has been creating a dynamic change in people's bodies. And also in their, the whole way they function in their lives. Because so much of what we have learned to function from is a mimicry of our parents' 
and everything that we didn't understand and every one we don't understand and every time we don't understand someone and how they function, especially if they're mean or sad or abusive or, or in pain or in pain or not productive, we literally mimic their pathways, their pains and their realities to try to understand it, which then we create it in our body and locks us up. Yeah, and it doesn't actually work very well. No, but, it's not too cute. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so just just keep running it, honey, and it's like watch. I you know it's like I personally got out of pain in like seven days that I've had for years, oh. and it's like and I never thought I was going to get out of that particular one. So it's very cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's like so. Let's run that process once here, Dane, cool. before we go to break. So what creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of other people's pains, pathways, and realities are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. He was ready? Oh, he was ready. Sorry, one more time. What creation are you using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic mimicry of other people's pathways, pains, and realities are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, we just run and create it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, me. You took away my pock and pot. You Only the last me. time. I know. So that's us for now, everybody. Amanda, thank you for your call. Sue, thank you for your call. Joe, we'll get back to you right after break. After these messages on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. AccessConsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. It's Gary and Dane. And we're here with Access Consciousness. We lost Joe. I don't know whether he's going to call back or not. But you know what? Oh, well, we lost him. Man, we lost a Joe. Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll find out if he shows back up. It's true. One of those things. So one of the things that, uh, you know, it's like that I learned from my horse is that you need to be present all the time. Right. You know, and it's like, and the one thing I've noticed about horses is the time when you like check out or it's like I had this friend who... She bought this horse that was like the sweetest thing in the world. She'd never done anything wrong in her entire life. She was just sweet, sweet, sweet. And this woman is out riding one day and she's like really, you know, pissed at one of her friends. And she's complaining about the woman and like, you know, vitriol is dripping through her teeth as she talks. (laughs) And... Nice visual, by the way. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah, I can't get I see the vitriol dripping through your teeth, darling. You must yeah. clearly be upset about this issue. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so she was so pissed at this woman, and she got angrier and angrier and angrier. She talked about it. She didn't dissipate the anger. She got more angry. And all of a sudden, the horse busted in two and bucked her off. Wow. Now, this horse had never, ever bucked in her entire life. And to my knowledge, she's never bucked since. Right. But that one time, and I said, honey, you can't do anger on a horse because the horse becomes hysterical because they don't know what's wrong. It's like you, you want to be present on a horse. Hey, we got Joe back. Joe, speaking of present. Pre- speaking of uh-huh. being present and coming you want to back. Be present. You don't want to be angry. You don't want vitriol dripping through your teeth when you're on a Voice America show yeah, is what we're good. saying. Okay, good. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Joe, no. <laughs> exactly. <What's- laughs> <Heck> no. <laughs> you guys that crack up, man. I'm on a party with you. <laughs> we have a good time. Yeah, copy that. Uh, no, on the awareness of animals, like um, I, I had a dog that really increased the awareness of or picked up on several situations, but... It was kind of a snowball. Um, I know she was getting old. I didn't want to put her down. She knew that. Didn't want to have to come to that. Uh, wanted a good place for her to rest after the fact. So she let herself get run over and also increase the awareness to watch out for the children in the area that we were at. So people became wow. more aware of kids by the dog. Putting herself down so no one else would have to plus that. So amazing creatures, aren't they? Yeah, they're amazing. I I had a friend who had a dog wanted to be out in the country. He was not happy being a house dog. And her little boy went out to get the mail 
And the dog sat in the doorway until he saw a car coming down the street and ran out directly in front of the car so he could get killed because he wanted wow. out of the city so bad. But wow. And then one other piece of information that, that Gary and I have gotten from animals, which is really interesting and, you know, it kind of pushes some people's buttons sometimes, is but for an animal, they know, look, I'm just going to leave this body. I'm just going to go get another one if that's what I want to do. No big deal. For them, it's like, okay, I'm out of here. Bye. I wonder what other body I can come to this time. Yeah. You I, know, I, like and dogs come back as dogs continuously, apparently, based on what we found. But yeah, well, I had, a, I had a lady who called me up. She says, my dog is having a terrible time. And it's like, can you tap into her and talk to her? And I went, okay, fine. I said, how you doing, dog? And she goes, I'm great. <laughs> and then I went, okay, so wait a minute. You're on the hospital because your body's failing. You're on the way to the hospital because your body's failing and you're great? And I went, wait a minute, how's your body? Oh, that thing's dying. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I went, wow. Now, what would it be like if we were willing to have that awareness? My body's dying. I'm great. It's like, you know, what a difference it would make if we could have that kind of awareness. And these, the animals will. They know when their body's done. And they don't have a point of view. They have to hold on to it. We think that we have to hold on to every breath for some well, reason. And they also don't have the point of view that that's the end. You know, they're going to cease to exist after that. They're yeah, like, they hey, I'm going to come back. Okay, cool. And when you realize that, all this stuff about death and dying, one of the starts to take on a totally different awareness for you and that's one of the things that we've gotten from horses and from animals yeah is a totally different awareness of death and dying and what we thought had to be the trauma and drama and all that around it you know we two-leggeds make it so friggin significant as though it's the end of everything and it's like well maybe except i worked with this guy who had a really close connection with his grandfather and he was the only person in his family that he felt really connected with and the grandfather died after sort of inspiring the guy to make some great choices in his life, he died and then came back as a child for the guy's sister. And so now is his nephew. And it's like, I'm like, you know, and when you see something like that, and, and the thing is, you know, we've, we've sort of trained ourselves. What's true makes you feel lighter, a lie makes you feel heavier. So even something as bizarre as that, when you ask, is that what really happened? And you get lighter, you're like, wow. Okay, so the world is a totally different thing than what most of us have been taught. And we've gotten a lot of this information from the animals and how they just naturally function that is so different than how we two-leggeds function. So is there anything else we can do for you, Joe? And thank you for sharing that about your dog. That's friggin' brilliant. And how lucky are you to have had a, a dog like that? Well, I've, a lot of that awareness has come from you guys, so... Thank you very much for that contribution to my life. And on the grandfather thing, I got a similar situation on that one. So I, I understand that. It's cool. definitely in my awareness. That's good. That's, that's what we want is we want everybody to start tapping into their awareness and realize how much they do know. Because the world becomes a much more brilliant and wonderful place when you tap into your awareness. True story. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, thanks sure. for calling in, Joe. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, gentlemen. Take care. Thanks. Have a good one, Joe. Bye. Bye. You too. Thanks. So, you know, that's interesting, my friend, is that it's like I just realized that, you know, when you said the world becomes a much more fun and interesting place when you tap yeah. into your awareness, I realized that living without, it's like 
I, I just can't imagine how gray, how gray and drab life would be if we didn't have these kinds of awarenesses that we have of the magic that's going on around us. It's like it would be so no fun if you thought that if you thought that the world was run by a big guy with a beard and a robe living on a cloud, and if you do something wrong, you're going to hell, and that's all that exists. It's like that'd be a really tough existence. I think so, but it's like you know, it's like having gotten these awarenesses and having you know, I made the commitment myself years ago that I wanted to have total awareness. I wanted to know everything. Yeah, not just you know, the good stuff, not just the stuff that was going to make me rich or anything. I wanted to know everything. And it's like, and I had decided that I will die the day I know everything. And I will not die until I know everything. And it's like, it's very interesting. And I will not let my body die until I know everything. Huh? And just that point of view has, you know, has, has kept me going. And as you said earlier, being young at heart, man. Yeah, it's, it's like true. I still, it's like I don't see myself. I'm always shocked when I look in the mirror and see that ugly old man looking back at me. <laughs> you know, because it's like, Jesus, how did I get so old and so ugly? Because I feel like I'm 18 still. Well, and you are younger, you know, younger at heart than most 40-year-olds I know, most 30-year-olds I know even. It's like you, you, don't, you don't take fixed points of view on almost anything. Yeah, and well, I do take fixed points of view about things like, you know, cookie cutter restaurants because I don't like eating food that's the same, you know? Yeah. Like real important stuff. Like yeah, that. really important stuff like that. Like, yeah. yeah. But you know, in the important things of life, it's like you're more flexible than anybody I've ever met. Anybody can come to you with anything where they're judging themselves and you're like, um, hi, kind of like a horse. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're having a really bad day and want to change it, go climb on a horse and yeah. just let their, let them contribute to you. Let them energetically let them to feed you. you and give to you. Yeah. And it's like horses are amazing critters because they have been our helpmates for, you know, thousands of years. It's like there would be a bit of no progress across the earth. There would be, you know, no East coast, West coast thing traverse without horses. Yeah. True. You know, and that's why we call it horsepower and cars. Exactly. Back in the day, a horse was a car. That's right. A car like was a horse. That. A horse was a yeah. car. Yeah. And that's why they called them horseless carriages. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. You know, and then they went to cars and they started talking about the horsepower because it was like, how many horses would you have to have running at full speed to equal that kind of speed? Right. And it's like, wow, that's pretty amazing. And we still relate so much of our lives to horses, but we have so little awareness of them anymore. And that was, that's really a travesty. It's a sadness. I agree. That is one of the sadnesses of the world is you see the, the sort of, like in Santa Barbara, there were, there were these huge areas with huge horse trails, all kinds of places. And they've sort of been eaten up by, you know, homes and well, tract like homes thing is and that, that sort of thing. And well, people would put in homes and then they would like cut off the trails because they didn't want people riding by their house. And it's like, why would you not want a horse riding by your house? Yeah, why would you not because want that? Because they poop and it stinks. But that's the difference between somebody who's a human and somebody who's a horsenoid. Exactly. A horsenoid loves the smell of horse shit. Exactly. And they walk into a barn and they go, 
<sighs> yeah. And people that are human look at and go, ew, this place stinks. <laughs> you want to smell something smelly. Smell a dog poo. Ooh, boy. Oh, yeah, I seriously. Dog. Horse seriously. poo, on the other hand, is like recycled grass. Exactly. It is recycled uh, grass for sure. So, it's barely recycled. So what bastardization of infinite being are you using to create the lack of awareness through and with all creatures are you choosing? Everything that is, times a godzillion, way destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Well, this, this, you know, it's like, I think I want to change one of the programs we got going on later in the, oh, yeah? in the year. Tell me. Okay, so it's like on the 19th, uh-huh. I think we should do a very irreverent Christmas instead. Really? Yeah. So we're going to do something a little different. We're going to, we're going to do something that's like busting the myths of Christmas and uh, making Christmas actually fun instead of miserable. Okay, so we're going, to do a, we're going to do something like that on December 19th. So if you're listening to our December 19th show, we're going to do busting the myths of the holiday or something like that. Or yeah, very, very irreverent, irreverent, irreverent Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Gary likes to do very irreverent Christmas. I, I'm really bad at it. Because everybody it. else, you know, is so reverent at this time of year. And it just is such a trap when you're like, oh... It's a happy time of year, and this time my family will love me. And no, they judge the crap out of you still. So we're going to give you some tools to deal with it, some processing to go beyond it. So and, that you can uh, actually have a Merry Christmas exactly. or a Happy Hanukkah or a very happy Merry Hanukkah. Yeah, however that looks for you. Yeah. So on that note, we hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Please, for those of you who have things going on in your body, run that process that we gave that will help more than you yeah. could ever imagine. And uh, you know what? What else is possible? I mean, what we've learned from horses, we've learned the very elements of being, the aspects yeah. of true being from these beautiful animals. What if we could well, all embrace the gift they the are The difference to us? is they like to be. Yep. We like to do. Darn it. We're doo-doo heads. And on that note, what if you could get out of being a doo-doo head and allow the animals and the creatures around you to contribute the awareness that's actually possible? So welcome to our world in which all things are very strange. And we look forward to being with you next time on the Access Consciousness Show of Voice America. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.